When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Appreciate it. The ALCS postgame show on FS1 presented by Tubi. Derek Jeter, David Ortiz, Alex Rodriguez. And uh, we got our first guest of the night. Is Marcus Simeon is going to come on over and join us. <laughs> Obviously has some family with him. And we'll get him situated here as the Rangers celebrating their first pennant since 2011. Marcus has his hands full. Good to see you, man. Good to see you guys, too. Uh, well, first it, of all, tell us who's with you, Marcus. This is Eli and Joshua. How you guys doing? Hi. Hey, wave wait, before, say hello. Want to come out here, buddy? There we go. Kevin, before, before we get going, though, congratulations oh, to Marcus on, on the newest edition. Congratulations, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It's been a crazy, crazy couple weeks. Um, we finished the last week of the season. I didn't know if we were going to have a baby or not I'm on the road we, we finished the DS and decided to induce and um, you know it's been a crazy week like I said Marcus you're talking about a crazy week congrats on the new one how has this time been what is it about this team that allows you to come back from that gut-wrenching loss on game five and to come back here hostile environment and play at the highest level you know it's almost better for us to be on the road right now I think um, you know, we played well against Baltimore at home we went into that, you know, game three, real confident after two wins here, and Houston just dominated us at our place. You know, that's, that's I can't say more about it. I think, um, you know, after that happened, we just had to step up. We had a day off. We traveled over here, and we did well. Did, you know, Derek was talking about the flight over here. Was there anything the team did in particular to reset team dinner? Someone talked in the plane or the, or the locker room, anything like that? You know, I think team dinners are big. You know, we. Um, we stick together. We got a good group, good veteran group. A um, couple of rookies, obviously, but you look around the clubhouse, there's some superstars, there's some veterans who've been there and done it. Uh, I've played a lot of baseball. You know, I'm, I'm just happy to be finally in the World Series. This is my first game seven. Um, but I love the group we have. Let me ask you this. We were talking about game sevens before tonight's game started. And I was saying you have to treat it like any other game. And from what I understand, what I was told is your clubhouse was as loose as ever, and you guys were treating this just like a, a, a regular game. Was that the case? Yeah, I mean, we, everybody's playing cards, uh, you know, same routine. Everybody wants to be ready to play. Um, but that's what we did the whole year. We wanted to be the same people to, you know, that we were in the season. Um, yes, the, the game is bigger. Obviously, the crowd's bigger. But for us to play good baseball, we got to be ourselves. Hey, Marcus. Congratulations, buddy. Thank you. You well deserve it. Hey, uh, when the Texas Ranger holla at you to sign you here, and you saw the pieces that they were putting together, you ever dream about this moment right now? When I'm free, I'm about to go to school. All right, buddy. Uh, yeah, you know what? They they went out and got Corey and I. Hey, got hey, the bats. You know what, Marcus? I don't want to interrupt, but they're taking the picture. Go. Hey, you don't want to miss that picture. Thing, Bottom hey. line is, I love this team. So that's right, <laughs> Thank you for stopping by, but we got to get that's you That's right. Yeah, go and get We're going to get Marcus to the picture. Hang on, everybody. Can I keep the little guy? Can I keep the little guy? Hey, Michael, can I keep your kid? Uh, <laughs> hey, this is real time, right? Family's over. Marcus kind of has joined us, but he's got to get there with his guys and do that. That's more important. It means that team picture, man. That's what it's about. That's right? the signature right there. That's what it's about. Hey, uh, Kevin, can I tell you how good you are? We were just talking. You go from football, you go to that on the podium. <laughs> you don't skip a beat. You are just incredible at your job. I just miss my guys. It's good to be back <laughs> with you guys. You know, it, it was interesting, though, just talking. You know, we have Marcus here talking to Chris Young up there. And just think about the pieces that he's added. And, you know, obviously last year with Simeon and Seeger, those were such big moves. And then this year they get Evaldi. And then the trade deadline, they get Montgomery and Scherzer. Really, all those guys had a factor in this, Derek. Look, building a championship doesn't happen overnight. Or a championship team, or even a team that goes to the World Series. This is years in the works. And, uh, you know, they have a great foundation. They've been trying to chase down the Houston Astros for a long time, and something tells me that this team's going to be in it for a long time, many years. This isn't their first trip. That's right. That's right. And I always say this, man. 
You know, when you get the opportunity to go to the World Series and not end up winning, that stay in you for a long time. And you know, thinking about the history of the Texas Rangers and just just watching the way they have put themselves together, how they put all them pieces together to be able to go to the World Series once again, they did a tremendous job and and, and, and tremendous job and and John, man, I mean, as a player, he was a, 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 he was a trooper. And as a GM now, the way I see that he handled himself, it seems like he's the same guy that he don't have the best fast, but he used to trust himself with the one that he had. He trusts himself as a GM to put a team together like that. Yeah, and Derek, you mentioned a good point about you can't build this overnight. And you did a great job with the Marlins. But to me, it starts at the top, KB, with Chris Young, he graduated from Princeton, played about 10-plus years in the big leagues, brought, by, brought back his manager, who was pushed out of San Francisco, sat on the couch for three years, and then got Mike Maddox, and so on and so forth. So baseball people is coming back, and this is a trend that I think is going to continue to happen. Good for Chris Young and the Rangers. I tell you, you know, we talked on the pregame show about moments, right? And you heard, yeah, they had to, you know, Chris had to uh, tell him to come out of retirement. He did. But you want to talk about moments. You think about how many we had the last few games of this series. Game five, obviously, with the you know hit batter and the bench is emptying, and then the Altuve home run. You think, oh boy, Texas is in trouble, Alex. And then they turn around and come here and do what they did in game six to come here. And then today, it's like the pressure is off. The floodgates open. The Seeker hit one a mile in the first inning, and, and they never really looked back. When you look at their entire roster, they got a bunch of great dudes, high character. You talk to Simeon, Corey Seeger. Garcia surprised me with a beautiful English. That was so cool. <laughs> it was so great. And and Chris Young values character, not just talent. And Bochi and Mike Maddox, everyone sets the tone. To me, it's a beautiful thing to watch. Look, this team, this Texas team, was dealing with adversity at the end of the year. They were in first place basically for six months, and they had a rough last week of the season. Houston caught them at the end. They were playing as if they had something to prove. And, you know, Losing the, the, the division the last game of the season and then going and sweeping the two teams with the best record in the American League. Yes. They got destroyed in game five and it just didn't seem like anything flustered them. I'll tell you what, man, as a team they stayed together. It was something that I saw coming from the Texas Rangers, the first very few games that they uh, uh, um, that they won right here at Houston against the world defending champ. And to be honest with you, that was a good sign for them to be able to put themselves in the situation because they were beating, obviously, the best team in the American League. And KB, who would have thunk that losing in that last series would have earned this Texas Ranger team road field advantage? So but true. that was the key factor <laughs> that helped them win. Even Simeon said, we had a hard time at home, but we felt very comfortable. And boy, did they feel comfortable here. Well, the problem is they're going to have a home field advantage the next round, so they got to turn that around, <laughs> right? They're going to host games one or two. It's going to oh, be a little man. bit different. But let's talk about the manager a little bit, right? Chris Young had a lower amount of retirement. Bruce Bochy is the first manager in the league championship series era to get to three World Series, Poppy, I'm, excuse me, to get to a World Series with three different teams. Did it with the Padres, obviously won three World Series with the Giants, and now with Texas. That is impressive. It's very impressive, and I'm going to say this, Kevin. He had the spirit. He has been in the moment. Guys, that played a big role right here at this time during the year. I mean, he has been in there before, and he knows how to handle the business. Let me tell you, coming back after you lost three games at home and beating these people right here is not easy. Time to celebrate. Let's listen in. heart determination came in here against all odds you went to tampa you went to baltimore i can't say i've ever seen
our heart. So thanks, and I'm going to add this. Congrats on wearing the horns in Texas and going to the World Series. Series. Obviously, they've won a couple pennants before back in 2010 and 2011. But as you heard Ray Davis say on the podium, it's it's been a while. They've had their ups and downs. They've had a lot of tough stuff, losing seasons to go through. So now they've got a chance to win it for the first time ever. And they deserve to celebrate. Let's talk the MVP, Adolis Garcia. Derek, it literally was the greatest performance in any series. I mean, at 14 RBIs in the series, it, he almost had three home runs tonight. The first one hit off the tip top of the scoreboard. That was just an unbelievable performance. They, they jumped on this team uh, right from the get go. And what Garcia was able to do, we haven't seen it before. I mean, locked in. I mean, after he got hit by the pitch, you're Maldonado talking about they woke up the Houston Astros. Well, you woke him up. And, and it's an unbelievable performance right there. And it's fun to watch. When you have a player that's locked in, they, we watched you do it, David, for years. It wasn't fun for us watching it, but as a fan, watching a player perform like that is pretty unbelievable. I short jacketed him, by the way. He got 15 RBIs, not 14. My bad. <laughs> hey, it don't matter, man. I mean, they, they count us a lot anyway. But uh, let's not forget Garcia was one of the secret weapons during the regular season. I mean, this guy was a monster. This guy was one of the biggest thunder that they have in the lineup. And just watching him waking up, because sometimes we need to to hit that switch that turns us on at some moment, especially when we're, when we're going through some tough time. He strike out four times in the night, and all of a sudden he got hit, and it was like they turned on that switch. Kevin, how many ALCS that won an MVP struck out four times in a game, got thrown out of a game, and still do the numbers that, that you mentioned? It's been an unbelievable thing. You know, he reminds me a little bit of a Rosarena from Tampa, who a few years ago won the MVP. He's actually the godfather to a Rosarena's daughter. And look, for Cuba, three of the last four ALCS have been Cuban, just like Garcia. There is something to that. I mean, and obviously, they're, you know, talking about that, they're best friends, right? We saw him in the All Star game. And the emotion that he plays with, there he is right there. Um, talking with Emily Jones, who does the Rangers broadcast. The emotion is fun. He had the one home run, and we had the ump cam on, and he turned around and, like, smiled and pumped his fist to the ump. It was unbelievable. Yeah, and, and look, I'm sitting to, you know, baseball royalty to my left here with the captain and Poppy. And, fellas, you know how hard it is. I mean, we saw the Zimmer fight with Pedro. There's so many emotional moments and big moments. How difficult is it to get thrown out of a game, emotional high, the letdown of game five, and to come back, regroup, and just go off? It's so impressive. I think sometimes you have players that, when the emotions are high, they play better. That's what it seemed like it, it did for him. Uh, you know, he, he showed a little bit of everything. It wasn't just the home runs. He had singles. He had doubles. When he, I think he was a little bit embarrassed when he when he didn't run. And the ball hit off the wall, yeah. so he decided to steal second base just to get where he should have been. So he displayed a little bit of everything. I mean, Garcia is, is the full package. His power, his speed, good defense, and great teammate. Like, I heard so many wonderful things about him. And you know what? Talking to you over there, it was a, it was never I, it was no. us. You know what I'm saying? And to me, that says a lot from a player when he knows that his teammates play a big role in his career. Yeah, the emotional leader of the team. And after that four strikeout game in Game Six, when he hit the grand slam to put it out of reach, that felt like that was the big statement. Like, 
uh oh, we're not we're not about to go home. And it just felt like, and then he continued it here today as the celebration continues. The Texas Rangers win the pennant first time since 2011, and so many different heroes for them. They win the first two here and at home, and then they come back and win the next two on the road. Take down the defending champs. Take down their rivals in impressive fashion. And Derek, you said on the pregame show. Asked you who, what star needed to check in? You said Corey Seager. Yeah, I thought the top of the lineup needed to be on base today, and, and they were on base, and, and, and it was important for them to come out and score first to put the pressure on the Astros because we talked about their performance, the Houston Astros' performance at home. But Corey Seager, I mean, he's been laying in the weeds, and he put him on the board quick, had another great game. But in order for, for this team, I felt as though the top of the lineup needed to get on base for the big boys. And, and uh, Corey Seager got him off right right in the top of the first. I'll tell you what, man. It might not be the right time to say this, but I was just thinking about the Houston Astros not playing good at home. And this guy not playing good at home either. I mean, they got swept at home three games. And then they had to come and roll and end up winning. So I, it's going to be interesting to see how they play at home during the World Series. And Kevin, to general partner of the Rangers, Ray Davis, to Chris Young, to Bochi, and all the players, Simeon on on, the one word I can think about is class. This organization is full of class, a lot of dignity, and, and gut-wrenching fans who took that loss in game three, four, and five, they're going to be able to celebrate and have a World Series. Let's not forget, fellas, twice in 2011, they came one out, one strike. And we'll have an opportunity starting next week. You're an MVP for them. What is, you, you obviously spent a lot of time there. You love living there. You love. What does this mean? I mean, again, just to reiterate, they have never won a World Series. Yeah, Kevin. You know, Dallas and Texas, Arlington, the whole Metroplex, as they call it, um, is a very special place for me. I spent three years. I had three phenomenal years, but our team didn't win, and all that matters is winning. Um, but I wanted that fan base to experience a championship so bad and it didn't work out But I'm still a big Ranger fan. I'm very supportive and I hope they get a world championship whoever they play Celebration rolls on as Corey Seager now and you see Nathan Avaldi. I mean there's so many different stories on this team that are so unique and so fun You see Jacob deGrom in that celebration just think you know, you lose your ace. You, you, the guy you gave all the money to, and your ace goes out, and then two aces go you're, out. You're right. <laughs> two you're, aces. You're 100 percent right. They they did, but that's impressive, right? You come and you're able to overcome that. But I think what's so get our our next guest, Nathaniel Lowe, is going to come on down. Who had a couple bombs in this series, and Nathaniel, congrats, man. Nice to see you too. Yeah, we, we may have nice suits on, but I have a feeling that your champagne soaked T-shirt probably is uh, probably is a little bit better right now, a little I think nicer. These guys would rather wear this than that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> oh my good, what a journey, you know, for you guys, and congratulations to you. But we were just talking about the resiliency of this group. So many times in the last few weeks, whether it's the last series in Seattle and on the last day you fought a first place, or seemingly not being home for a month to play a game right and, and then you're the game five you lose that tough game you've overcome all of it how did you do it we got such a good group man we really do we got a, we got a bunch of free agent guys and trade guys and waiver claims and we got homegrown players and the front office has done such a good job of getting a mix of players in here who just really work together and you know uh, we won the league so i'd say it works pretty good yeah <laughs> what is it about Bruce Bochy that is so special that makes you guys in the most pressure situation play and feel so relaxed. He's so even keeled, you know, he's so even keeled. And and like for a lot of us, he's been in the game longer than we've been around. So, you know, he's seen it. He's he's competed against you guys and now seeing it modern day, like it's it's a little different, but same. And he knows that the game is going to work how it's going to work so he doesn't let the highs get too high and the lows aren't too low and he, exactly. wait, 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 he's a manager he, yeah. Yeah, he didn't play against us he was set a lineup sent some pitchers out trying to get you guys out that's, you know, right, you know. that's right do you call mom already not yet not it's yet. coming right uh, yeah I'll hey give it a big hug from me okay and and let me ask you um this team 
have a lot of incredible players. You guys battle through it. These guys are monsters right here. Mm. You guys play them really good all year round. Towards the end of the season, when you guys kind of switch position, what was the mentality coming from you guys? We just never stopped believing, man. We knew that we knew that we were gonna compete against these guys eventually, whether it's you know in the first round how we line up or now in the in the championship series. And we knew that as long as we had a chance to compete and play a series against this team, that it's gonna work out how it's supposed to work out. So, you know, we lose the tiebreaker the last day of the year. We lose the the series in the regular season, and uh, a couple comments here and there that got tossed around, and it felt like we did a pretty good job of putting that to the side and going out and competing. So. We're really proud of this moment. Yeah, I was telling KB earlier and the guys, I was saying, look, Texas Rangers are playing like they have something to prove. Almost like you wanted to crack at the Houston Astros after what went down at the end of the season there. Was that the mentality? Did you want to see this, this Houston Astros team again? I mean, I don't know if anybody really wanted to see them, but, you know, we'll, we'll take we'll take our four and move on. You That's know? right. So we got to beat the best. we got to beat the best to win the pennant. We did that this week, and we're really looking forward to some time off and competing for a championship. Just one question about the game, because I was so intrigued. Javier throws that invincible ball, the fastball. Yes. It seemed like you guys had a much better Coach, was there conversation about maybe staying on top of the ball? Yeah, yeah. We focus pretty hard on making sure that we're getting on top of it because he's really good in zone. He gets a lot of foul balls and lazy fly balls. And, you know, I prep all day to face that guy in the first six, knock him out before I get a chance to get to him. So, you know, credit to the rest of those guys at the top getting it done and putting up a couple runs for us. So we did a great job. Levels when you got Javi Valdi in the month. I mean, I... It shouldn't be any different with him than it is with anybody else, but, you know, we really believe in our guys, and, and with his track record of doing it in the postseason, like, you know, there's, there's not really anybody else we want to win. Playing on the road. I mean, you know, you guys, I, I've always said in order to win a championship, you have to play well on the road. But that's assuming you're going to play well at home. Right. But you guys seem to be as comfortable as any team on the road. I'll tell you what, man, we, you know, to go from thinking that we're going to win the division and then have it fall out of our hands and, and fly six and a half hours from Seattle to Tampa, go play early games in Tampa in a wild card series and then go to a really rowdy Baltimore. We really grinded through that. And, um, you know, the, the other fan bases did a great job coming out, but I feel like we played better baseball and the record showed it. So, you know, we stuck together. We competed hard. We didn't let the moment get too big. Yeah, I got a little emotional at home, but our fans deserve a show, and we feel we feel like we put it on for them. We're going to let you go celebrate, and, you know, Poppy mentioned, obviously, we've been thinking about your mom, Wendy, ever since uh, we did that piece with Tom and your brother Josh and, and how touching that was, and um, just keep on keeping on getting better. That's the most important thing. And I know you're going to go FaceTime her, but if she's watching right now, you want you want to give a little message to mom? We're all certainly rooting for her. I mean, I, I surely wouldn't be here without you. I, I love you to the moon and back, and... You know, Josh and I are so fortunate to have a have a mom like you to get us in this position. So we're going to keep going. I know you want us to win this whole thing. We're going to give it our best shot, whoever's up next. Rooting awesome. for you, bro. I love that. Love you, awesome. Thank you, guys. Very nice. Appreciate you. Congratulations. Thanks, guys. Give nice your hug, man. Thank you. Nathaniel, congrats. Thank you what a pleasure. Enjoy it. And Wendy, you keep getting better. We're thinking of you, no doubt. Uh, keep wow. him popping it. What a story. How are you not a fan of Nathaniel Lowe? I mean, seriously. And, and you know, we, we in that piece that Tom Rinaldi did, you know, the home run that he hit when he was in that terrible slump, and you realize all the, the emotional stuff that he was carrying off the field, and now a big contributor, right, with a couple home runs, and just he gets hot at the bottom of the lineup, and all of a sudden that lineup's like, man, oh, man, is it good. Just thinking about Wendy at home. Hello, Wendy. Get well soon, and uh, we're, we're praying for you. But we, we analyze these games like the end of the world, right, and then we get a little perspective with Tom Rinaldi's sure. piece. But again, another young man that's just got great character, demeanor, humility. I love how they all say we, not I. And it's awesome. You guys have been in championship teams. That's exactly what it takes. That's exactly what I was going to say. You look at Marcus when he comes up here. Nathaniel, he comes up here. We spoke to Corey Seager. We spoke to Montgomery, Eovaldi. You heard uh, the GM, Chris Young, speak. Yep. Ray Davis. Everyone, it's about we, 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 we. And uh, that's the reason why they're here. They have a great team. But they have a great group of guys, and when you go through adversary, adversity, you need a great group of people in order to overcome it. I totally agree with you. I mean, it seems like that organization, the Texas Rangers, they are really well built up from top to bottom. I mean, from the front office all the way to the GM, then you go to their manager, and then you go to the player. It seems like humbly they see the way to approach the game and continue being that way. And to me, 
that is what makes you a champion. Let me tell you what else. This is a dangerous team, and when you look in their eyes and you read body language, Poppy, that's been your theme all, all, all October. All the this is a dangerous team, and they have unfinished business, and they're a dangerous team this World Series. It's so interesting because we've talked about it a lot, um, and Derek, you've mentioned it, with, you know, especially with Josh Sports, but there's multiple other examples. Other than the game five when the craziness happened, Leclerc gave up the home run, this bullpen, which was a big weakness in the second half, has actually been a pretty good strength in the playoffs. Montgomery was sensational for them today to kind of stabilize the game early in the game. It was it was fun to watch because I think before the game started, we're all sitting here saying, how are they going to piece the bullpen together? Yeah. Didn't know what you're going to get from, from Max. Who's going to come in after? And it was actually, it was the flip side. It was Houston with using eight pitchers today. So uh, I think Texas bullpen coming into the series, it was a question mark. But they came out and proved people wrong, and they're a big reason why they're moving on. I would say, but I would say this: Bochi, he been there before, and today he proved once again his experience about the playoff. He managed that bullpen really well. We discussed that about how they're going to use Max and who was going to be next. Montgomery coming in, and everything went smooth for them. But let's not forget about the offense making them feel comfortable. Yeah, the early and that lead. was a good lead. And, and I would say just, just with Bochi, just the way he handled the staff, going back to game three with Max Scherzer, extended him to four innings, let Evaldi get into the seventh. And today he used Montgomery exactly the same way he used Madison Bumgarner with the San Francisco Giants, bringing him in the game and be the bridge. Speaking of Scherzer, why don't we hear from Mad Max a little while ago? Ken Rosenthal caught up with him. Max. You came here, you accepted the trade because you wanted this moment. You wanted to go back to the World Series. Yep. What is this feeling like for you right uh, now? It's amazing. Uh, never gets old uh, to be here with all the teammates and watch these guys grind here. Uh, be a part of this clubhouse. It's been awesome because it's every guy. Every guy part has been a part of this and why we're here. How would you assess your start tonight? Uh, you know, I made some pitches, you know, got burned on a couple, but I, I didn't give up a big inning, especially when we had the lead. Um, and then, you know, when the situation arrived, Monty came in and did his job and really gave us some length. So uh, it's just being a part of this team. You've been on some championship teams, obviously. You've been on a lot of teams. What is it about this club that makes it so special? We're just grinding. We're playing our best baseball right now, and that's all that matters. You know, this, this team has a ton of talent, but it doesn't matter if you're not playing your best baseball in October. But right now, we're, we're firing all cylinders, and that's why we're here. How much are you looking forward to pitching again in the World Series? Yeah, you live for this. You live for the World Series. This is what it's all about, is getting to be able to toe the rubber in the, you know, at, at this late in the season. So uh, look forward to the opportunity. Max, go celebrate. Thank you very much. Congratulations. Back to you. All right, Max, Kenny, appreciate that. Bruce Bochy uh, in the postseason, yeah, he, he has won before with multiple teams, and he's doing it again, and he's got the Rangers into the World Series while they'll try to win their first championship. And we say hello to another Ranger. Corey Seager is here. Corey, great to see you. And listen, I'm going to give it to our captain here because he said in the pregame show that you were going to light it up tonight. So go ahead, Cap. I said who was going to step up. That was the question, and I said it was going to be the top of the order because you are too good. To, you can't even say we, everyone always thinks when players come into the postseason they're struggling. It, mm -hmm. It's a week. Everyone goes into a bad Every stretch in a week. I think personally what, what hurt you was you walked so much in the series before <laughs> you really didn't get a chance to swing the bat. But I thought you were going to step up and you were going to have a great game. How important was it for you to come out as the Rangers and score early? Yeah, you know, absolutely. Um, just being on the road, you know, you want to get on them early. So to have that big first inning, you know, is everything for us. You know, Corey, I'm watching this at bat right here, and we talked about in the pregame that Javier has this invisible ball, the fastball that, you know, you swing under. You got on top of a high heater. Was that something you were thinking about, getting on top of his fastball? Yeah, you know, that was kind of the game plan going on. Um, that was our battle today. We had to beat the heater. Um, that's his pitch. We knew he, we knew he did it. We knew he, he did it to us the last time, so we were just all about trying to beat the heater today. Big boy, you know you're one of my favorite players, and every time you step in that box, man, I'm always expecting something big to happen. People sometimes don't realize that this short series, anything can happen. But you being one of the thunder on the lineup, and at the beginning, things not going the way you expect, what was the mindset to approach the game moving forward? You know, we, we've just been resilient all year. Um, 
It's been a tough battle. You know, that's a good team over there. Um, we got on them early and then dropped a couple at home, but we never lost confidence in what we could do. And we showed up at their place and took two, which was really big for us. Who does the, the group lean on when you go through adversity? Like you said, you were in Seattle. You guys, you don't want to say you blew the, the division at the end of the year, but they caught you in the last day of the season. Then you had to fly to Tampa. You had to fly to Baltimore. Who's the guy, if there is one, on your team that's going to step up and speak, say something, send a text message, get together the group of guys and go to dinner? Is there someone in that clubhouse? Um, really, it's the whole team, man. Our, our group chat was going crazy. You know, we, um, we knew we had to move on. We, we wanted to make the playoffs. That was our goal to start. We had a chance to win the division. It didn't happen, but you got to move on. You know, we punched our ticket to the playoffs, and that's all that matters. So we refocused, we regrouped, and we played really good baseball. The Adolis Garcia, watching him this series was insane. I mean, just can you talk about not only what he did on the field, but just the emotional stuff that came, especially after that crazy game five that he brought to the table here. That's a bad man right there, isn't it? <laughs> just like you. Oh, man, it was, it was fun to watch. You know, he's been our spark plug. He's been our energized guy. He's been our energy guy all year. Um, and to come into this atmosphere, get booed every AB, and to do what he did these last two games, man, that was <laughs> – you can't say enough. That was really fun. That was really cool to like watch. He relished the booze, honestly. He really did. You know, it's, it, it brought the best out of him, which we need. I'm a master at getting booze, so I can relate with that. <laughs> I just can't relate with dominating like that. But, Corey, let me ask you, 2020, you had an amazing run with the Dodgers. Any similarities to this run? Um, yeah, you know, close, gri clo close group team. You know, that's all that, that, all that matters. you got to come together at this time. You know, this team's been through a lot, like we'd said before. And it's just brought us closer. Um, you need those moments. You need to trust on your guys, and we do. Hey, big boy, this is your wife's reaction when you hit a home run. Check it out. <laughs> a little nervous, maybe. Uh, Hold on. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> hey, she was having more fun than me right there, wasn't she? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, it's so good. That hey, I got I to gotta ask you. You know, every time you take that field, you remind me of these two guys because of the position, because of you guys' size. But I always say this, I always, I always think that being in the playoff, being in the moment before, it's an experience that carry over. How much being in the playoff before with the Dodgers, going through World Series and everything, how help you through this playoff right here? You know, it's helped a ton, you know, just being there, having the experience, knowing what can happen, even when you're down, knowing what can turn around. You know, I've been down 3-1 in the series and came back and won. So it's it's a short series like we talked about, and anything can happen. And, and we brought that to the table, and we knew what we could do. Corey, go enjoy it. Congrats, and we'll see you on Thank Friday. You Corey Seager, of course, a big home run to get him going the tonight. Beast. And the Rangers are going to the World Series, and uh, our guests are going oh, to continue here. I see a Mad Max sighting over there. Max Serge is going to come on and join us. Poppy's gonna Poppy's gonna babysit. There we go. There we go. Yeah, we gotta get him on the lap. Oh, you got the mic, yeah. Hi, you hi got girl. the mic. Hi, girls. How you doing? Good. Oh, you're doing, you're doing great. Why, why don't you ask your dad a question? Ask your dad a question right there. <laughs> what? What do you want to ask him? <laughs> no, this is Brooke, Casey, and Derek. Yeah, Max, introduce, introduce the kids here. Yeah, this is Brooke. She's the oldest. She's about to be six. Oh, we wow. Got, but she'll tell you five and a half. And then uh, this is Casey. She's four. And Derek is two. <laughs> And then we got the baby at home. So yeah, it's a crazy family. Oh eight my gosh! Months. There eight we go. Yeah, she's eight months. And, and now yeah, and now you have a new babysitter, Big Poppy. There you go. It's, it right it's perfect. Does, does this does it ever go for, get old for you? We, we were on the pregame show talking about you know it's the eighth time you've been in a winter go home game. You certainly have been here before. Does it is it ever get old? No, it never gets old. But um, you know, I was a little bit more composed uh, because of all the different times I've been in these situations. I knew what to expect. I wasn't, um, you know, admit, you know, when I was in the jam in the first inning, like it didn't. I wasn't rattled. I was like, okay, just you know, stay within yourself and execute pitches. So, um, you know, I felt like mentally I was able to handle it much better tonight. After the long layoff, right? It's been five yeah. weeks between starts, right. and you go out there in Game Three and you and you throw the ball, probably not like how you wanted to. But how right. much did that help you coming into this game? 
Yeah. Um, you know, I actually thought I threw the ball actually pretty well in game three. I just didn't get the results. You know, we we're a pitch away from really getting some you know, good results. And kind of felt the same way tonight. You know, you're, you're pitch away, you know, if it, you know, <laughs> I, I wasn't going to, you know, shake, you know, Abreu gets that ball down the line. But I was like, that's a two hopper. Like, nothing's wrong. Like, right. keep executing pitches. Um, and for me, that's, that's all that matters. And then, you know, Boach makes a call. And, you know, that's why we won because, you know, everybody steps up on this team. Max, that's a great hitting team over there. Yeah. And how much did you appreciate before you throw a pitch? You're up 3 0. I thought the ball was coming out of your hand beautifully hot, good cutter. Yeah, uh, to get three runs immediately, it just gives you some breathing room. Mm -hmm. You know, especially how that first inning unfolds. You know, that would have been a lot more tense uh, with no runs, but with three runs, you know, you can navigate. You can still be aggressive. Um, and so, you know, that offense, the way we, they can go, uh, they can go on anybody at any time. So, you know, we got a great team. Mighty, I got to ask you, you know, I keep on telling the guys, you are the type of pitcher that you always want the ball. Yes. You're the type of guy that when this moment shows up, you always want to pull the best out of it. You want to you wanna fight for your team. But what I was concerned is that fight week, just like that I asked you before, mm -hmm. about how you feel, about how you go about the business, because we battle a lot before, and I know Max Scherzer. I know that Max Scherzer, that when he's in the mound, he's a giant. So I would like to know how you feel, especially moving forward now that you guys are going to the World Series. Yeah, I feel good. You know, my arms are actually in a good spot. Uh, you know, I'm not dealing with the strain anymore. Um, you know, I got actually a little cut on my thumb that I'm actually dealing with. That's actually more of a problem right now. <laughs> um, but, no, like you said, yeah, you got to want the ball in these situations. You know, when, you, when, the, when the time rises and it's pressure's on, you know, all the chips are on the table, you got to want to be out there and you got to want to be in there and want to make big pitches in big situations. You, you, you'll throw any pitch in any situation. I thought and, the key to the game, not just for – when you pitching, I thought the key to the game was after you guys scored three in the first, they came back with one, and you got Brantley in the big double play. Now, Brantley, we know Michael Brantley from playing against him. He's one of the best hitters in baseball, man. He puts yeah. the ball in play. Oh, yeah. He hits it all over the field. I thought that was a key to the game. Walk us through that at bat. Yeah, um, you know, one out, you know, Brantley, I know he owns me, but you, you, you got to always in that situation believe that you're going to get him out. Um, I thought if I go out there and execute my pitches, I can get him out. Uh, and, you know, fortunately was able to get a first pitch ground ball double play. So, you know, to keep it at one, keep some momentum on our side. And I thought, you know, like you said, that was a big moment in the game. But uh, to stay within myself and, and execute, you know, that was also a big spot too. That was huge. Max. I think you're being paged. Say hello. Yeah. Dada. <laughs> Dada. Yeah, Dada. Max, oh, yeah. last one for me. Going yep. back to spring training, in your wildest dreams, when you're lining up with the Mets in Port St. Lucie, did you think that you end up here going to the World Series for Bruce Bochy and this Texas Ranger team? <laughs> I know. <laughs> you would never draw it up like this, but I don't know. We're back in the World Series, and that's all that matters. That's right. Yo, uh, first of all, a couple things. Uh, Poppy, I'm curious what the rate is for your babysitting because Max is clearly you're going to be hired. Well, free for you, buddy. And, and, you know, and before the game, Max, I don't know, but Poppy wanted to honor you, so he 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 did this. He had a little he had a little transformative surgery. <laughs> See how much more scary he would be. Yeah. <laughs> you should have done it. Oh, Max, great to see you, and we can't wait to watch you in the World Series. Right, we appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Great job. Yeah, I think we lost your son oh, too, by the yeah. way. Uh, somewhere, right, somewhere. We, guys, we need to find him. Lost, lost, lost and found. Lost him. Yeah. Poppy, that's your job as babysitter. Yeah. Oh, what are we doing? Oh, already not making money right Max here. Max are back <laughs> in the World <laughs> Series, and the Rangers have their third ever pennant. Great for Max to come over and join us. Of course, Max is one of us. He's a Fox employee a few years ago, back in the postseason. Where you some man? <laughs> he might went to mama. Bobby, I... The babysitter, you're not really supposed to lose kids. I know, kids. man. I know. I got distracted by the two little girls. Now I lost a child. Hey, I got to tell you this. What a bad babysitter. You know, Max was with <laughs> us here at Fox a couple years yeah. ago. Hopefully he'll be back when he's done. But I'll tell you, one of the things I'll tell you, and I know you guys feel the same way, what a gentleman, family man, but when you're on that mound 90 feet, uh, 60 feet away, he is a bad he's man. He's a bad man, I'm telling you, man. And, and let me tell you, I had so many battles, and you guys did also with Matt Scherzer. And as a player, when you face this guy, you know that you are facing a monster. You know that you're facing a guy that he means what he's doing on that mount. And watching, you know, going through this playoff, 
and, and, and not watching the best out of him, even if he's trying, it kind of worries you. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of, it's kind of, because the, the max choices that we got on our, our mind is the guy that attack, is the guy that punch you, is the guy that, that go 150% in. You know what I'm saying? And I, I do want to just talk one thing about the game because you brought it up, that big point of the game. You think about it the way it was, it, it felt like it was the time for the Astros to get back in and maybe take the lead, right? Alvarez had the triple, and then Max gets Abreu on the ground out. Now, I know he didn't want to come out of the game there, but they brought in Montgomery, and he got out of it. That I know it was early, but that felt like a really pivotal part, as you said. It was a huge part. I don't care what inning it was because, you know, we talk about momentum. Everyone's talked about momentum throughout the course of a series, especially in one particular game. They had a chance to get back into this game, and they were able to get out of it. That is a huge double play with Michael Brantley. He is one of the best hitters in baseball for a very, very long time. And but back to Max, you know, they showed that picture of you. Mm -hmm. I mean, this guy's intimidating. I yes. remember the first time I faced him, I'm like, who is this guy? I mean, he's got two different <laughs> color eyes, man. He's grunting, <laughs> he's throwing at you, you know. He's, he's, uh, he's been a great pitcher for a long time. But that first inning was a very big moment in this game. But yeah. I got I to gotta tell you, Kevin, real quick, back to the word that I like to use, love and business. <laughs> what what, what Bochi did today, in a serious note, it reminds me 2003 when Mr. Joe Torre take the rocket out of the game in Bramusina early in the game. Yeah. Hey, I love you, but this is business. I got to win this game, you know what I'm saying? It was love and business. That's right. <laughs> but but let me tell you a little love. Here comes the Valdi, but, but also the ground ball. My guy, the animal. <laughs> we got a couple pitchers coming. <laughs> We're bringing over the arms right now. And I think Montgomery's veering to the right, so we're gonna get we're gonna get Nathan back with us. Nathan Avaldi is gonna come on and join us. As his Rangers are moving on, we'll get him set up here. You know the the champagne's still fresh on the goggles. I know Poppy appreciates that. I love that. I love the smell. He's taking the lessons from you, Big Poppy. That's that's pretty obvious well, right there. So you were you were great last night. What was it like to sit back and watch today? Uh, it was nerve wracking. You know what I mean? I felt like I was. Uh, I, I feel like there's. It's just something different when it's in your control. You know what I mean? And everything. But it, you know, I was confident with Max going in there today, and you know, I was surprised with Monty being able to go in there and go as long as he did. And I thought he threw the ball extremely well as well. And again, Max answered. Uh, you know, from his last outing, and I thought he threw the ball a lot better. And again, Spores. Every, every reliever that came in the game, they did an outstanding yeah. job. You know, it's so hard to face such a great lineup like the Astros. Yeah. I know how much respect you have for mm -hmm. them. It's especially hard to face them twice in one week. I thought your adjustments were great. You didn't go to as much to the split yesterday. You kind of went with a curveball and the cutter. Yeah. What were some of those adjustments you made? Because they were laying off your split a little bit better. Yeah, they were. Um, I didn't feel like my splitter was working as well as it normally has. And you got to make those adjustments right away because, like you said, they've been able to see you. Mm -hmm. And they're a great hitting, you know, hit great team mm -hmm. in general. Um, I felt like I had a really good feel for my curveball, and I felt like my fastball had good life to it. So I wanted to make sure that I was using those pitches and mixing them up, uh, you know, appropriately and making sure that I was pitching off my mistakes. Incredible job. Yeah, well, I mean, well, the part, what makes you a great pitcher is being able to get through games even if one or two particular yeah. pitches aren't working for you. I thought when we came back here that with you going in game six, there's been all this talk about the Houston Astros not being able to hit at home. I said, I don't care where they're playing because they're facing Nate. Mm -hmm. And I thought that would carry into game seven. But how comfortable are you in these big moments, whether it's at home or on the road? How much do you want to be out there? And how much do you want to go as long as you possibly can? Yeah, I mean, I want to be out there as, as much as they'll let me be out there. You know, I asked to be out there today, and they shut it down real quick. But, <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I put a lot of work and preparation into it. You know, same with Jonah and, you know, Mike. Um, Bobby, same thing. Like we prepare and study a lot, and I, again, I think that with as much studying as I do, it gives me that you know satisfaction. Like I know where I need to put that ball, and it just comes down to kind of simplifying it and trying trying not to let it speed up on me too fast, and making sure that I execute those pitches, and again, making sure that I'm tunneling well. Great job. Second time around, worst years. And by the way, <laughs> thank you very much. I got a ring because of you. <laughs> but it seems like the page having been turned because you're going into this World Series, basically the same situation that you went with us. The ace, the guy that always had to go through the pressure and the guy that had to be available for anything because I saw you performing before as a starter and as a closer. 
Is that the mentality going moving forward with this team right here now? Yeah, I mean, we. it doesn't matter who we're going to be facing. Every opponent that we face is going to be really good. Um, we got to kind of simplify it down and make sure that we're using our strengths and you know, to their weaknesses. Um, and it comes down to the basics of the game, making sure that we're using or we're getting first pitch strikes and, you know, not giving them those free bases, not trying to let them create any momentum, you know, without earning their way onto the bases. Absolutely. How odd was it for you to be 30 miles from home and not stay at home, stay yeah. in the hotel to stay away from that barking puppy of yours? Yeah, this is the first <laughs> time I've never stayed at home. It was a lot different. Um, you know, my wife, though, I mean, she's been incredible. She's very understanding with everything, and she knows how important this is. And, I mean, she's as, you know, much involved with it as I am. And, uh, you know, she's been able to take care of the kids at home and, you know, getting them to school and everything like that. But, um, you know, I can't thank her enough for, you know, just trusting us and, you know, you supporting us. <clears throat> What's the next couple of days look like for you? I don't know. I don't know what day I'm going to be starting. Party. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's why, that's why yeah. I asked. That's Come on, why. man. Um, no, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's in four days. I could have game one, and I got to make sure that I'm ready to go for that day. And, you know, obviously enjoy this moment now, but, you know, come in tomorrow and, you know, whether it's the Diamondbacks or the Phillies, make sure that we're ready to go. Hey, man, we all know that you got some big, giant onions. <laughs> Are you ready to start that game one for the World Series? Well, whatever they decide, you know, I'll, I'll be ready to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. The that, animal. Is that the first time you've discussed onions on national TV? <laughs> yeah. just, I just wanted to ask, just to confirm oh, that. Date, you were awesome. We can't wait to watch in the World Appreciate Series. David Avaldi, hey, great again of the World Series. Mondo. Watch him on the mound in Arlington. There you go. And, boy, he has been just sensational in his postseason career. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Go continue to celebrate with the Rangers. That's right. Game one of the World Series takes place Friday night, 7 Eastern. The pregame show on Fox from Arlington. No matter who wins, game one, game two will be in Texas. Champaign City. Here celebrating in their arch rivals clubhouse. Put him in the lips. In Houston. Oh, it's on the lips. It's down the hatch. You got the whole thing. We take a look at X. David Ortiz, you lost Max's kid. Lol, you had one job. Yeah. Things happens, man. Boy, Things happen. Things happen. You're not hired for that. But you're doing a great job on television. So, <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Really? Babysitter, no. <laughs> television, yeah, so-so. It's available. <laughs> it's available. All right, we'll hear from Dusty Baker, the disappointment from the Astros. The defending champs are out. Back from H-Town in a moment. First of all, I'm going to tell you what an honor and privilege it is. Man, it's an incredible team with so much heart and determination. Came in here against all odds. You went to Tampa. You went to Baltimore. I can't say I've ever seen a club that played with more heart. So thanks, and I'm going to add this. Congrats on wearing the horns in Texas and going to the World Series. I like that sound. Well, that was unbelievable. <laughs> Most pennants won by active managers. Bruce Bochy make it five. Obviously, three World Series titles with the Giants. Got to a World Series with the Padres. And, uh, well, he's got a chance to bring the first ever World Series to Texas. How about Globe Life Field? They were there watching, reacting. How are they feeling? Pretty good is the answer. And we are here in Houston where the Rangers knock off the defending champs in seven games. And really, the last three were thrilling. So much emotion in those. And they go on to the World Series. And, you know, it, it is interesting, Al, because I think this team, it's all been about the road, right? Since they lost the division on the last day of the year, they've been on the road for essentially the most, for the most part, five weeks. And then when they were home, they, they lost. Mm -hmm. they got to change that. They can't win the World Series on the road this time. They've got home field advantage now. They do, and they've been really good at home, I mean, except <clears throat> against the Astros. Yeah. But it's interesting what Bruce Bochy, I mean, you just, you just can't help, but you want to play for a guy like this, and you want to go through a wall. But Bruce Bochy talked about something. I've never had a team that's so mentally tough. And to do what you just said, Kevin, you have to be mentally strong, not just talented, which they are, deep but tough. 
Yeah, it's 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 fascinating what they've been able to do in so many ways and so many good stories for them. And and now we see uh, how they react going forward now with home field again, whoever wins between the Phillies and the Diamondbacks. How about the Astros, though? Uh, look, another good run. The defending world champs are certainly tough to beat, but certainly disappointed. Let's go to Tom Verducci. He's with Dusty Baker. Thanks, Dusty Baker. It's a kind of a speech no manager wants to make. A championship pedigree team. You have to say goodbye to them tonight. What was the message? Well, the message is that I love them, and uh, you know they busted their butt for us, and it was it was a hard year, and uh, you know, but we never gave up. We never, um, you know, didn't believe in ourselves, and uh, you know we got beat by a better team tonight. I mean, they, you know, they beat us up good, and uh, you know. It's, it's, you know, you hate to have that happen in front of your home crowd. And, you know, you think about, you know, the World Series is still on our mind from last year. So, um, you know, Bruce Bochy is, you know, one of my better friends as a manager. And, uh, you know, I wish him well. We've talked throughout this postseason about home teams having trouble. Yeah. And it was that case for you during the season, Dusty. You came home one win away from going back to the World Series, couldn't get that one win. Right. Is there any way to explain even just the last two games here? I don't know. I mean, we couldn't keep the ball in the ballpark. And, uh, you know, we had some opportunities early in the game. Um, but, you know, I mean, their pitching staff, you know, they pitched better than we did today. And they hit better than we did today. So, um, not a whole bunch to say. Just, you know, good luck to those guys. And, you know, I remember celebrating like that like it was yesterday. You know, so uh, it's going to be a heck of a series, whoever they play, and I'll be watching. Testy, win or lose, always a class act. We always appreciate it. Thank you. All right, you're welcome. I'd rather win, though. <laughs> Back to you. Tom, thanks. Dusty's the best. And, uh, well, this is... Dusty Baker has told people that 2023 is his last season as manager. Rich Aroli, who's excellent MLB reporter, Chandler Rome. Wow. So this is it for well, Dusty. Well, I will let Dusty say that first uh, before yes. we start. Yeah, you know for what I sure, mean? But, for sure. But I tell you, you talk about a class act. I mean, that is a very difficult speech to do or interview to do with Tom there after you lose hmm. with an opportunity to go to the World Series. But. One thing that stands out is Dusty did not make any excuses for his team. He said, we got beat by a better team today. I mean, that's the bottom line. They've been even the entire year. 3-3, game seven. The Texas Rangers deserve to win. I remember back in my first game here on the desk, I was saying the championship has to go through Houston. Mm -hmm. And I tell you what, Texas Rangers came through Houston, and they beat them. I'll tell you what, man. I always going to give Dusty credit. He came into this organization in the middle of a scandal, all of a sudden he lined up all his pieces. He showed the whole planet that they have a good, talented ball club. They navigate through it. They won the World Series after all. And like he said, it seems like it was yesterday when they won the World Series. You know what I'm saying? And to me, coming from a manager and showing love to his player after a big loss like this one, that to me is a big deal. I mean, look, he's at the end of the day, he's a role model to all of us. We've all looked up to him. I mean, he has so much history, Kevin. If you think about it, he was the guy on deck when Hank Aaron hit that home run uh, with the Dodgers, one of the toughest players. And, and, and as a manager, he's going to go one-way ticket to, to the Hall of Fame. And uh, when you look at what the Astros have done, they have nothing to be ashamed for. Seven years in a row in the ALCS, champs last year. Baker's going to the Hall of Fame. Altuve be on the Hall of Fame. Alvarez is going to be a beast for a long time. And I trust me this, boys, they'll be back in 2024. I mean, yeah, seven years in a row in the ALCS, it's, it's, it's unbelievable, right? Defending champs, couple World Series in there. Dusty Baker, nearly 2,200 wins. Um, yeah, kind of a feeling the Astros will be back. But it, you knew it was going to take a monumental effort to beat them. It did. And it took seven games, and it took for the Rangers to win on their home turf. And they earned it, and that's why they celebrate tonight. See the GM, Chris Young, who won a World Put Series him in the player. With the Royals, longtime pitcher, was an executive with Major League Baseball, and now running this team, and boy, did he build them great. Has a chance to win a World Series for the first time ever with Texas. Post-game show continues back after this. Craig, big at home. <laughs> Welcome back. The ALCS post-game show on FS1 presented by Tubi here in Houston. That's where we are. 
Ironically, the last time the Rangers won the pennant back in 2011, it came at the expense of their starter today, Max Scherzer, who they roughed up for six runs and two and a third innings to capture their second straight AL crown. 15-5 thumping of the Tigers then, and here they are 12 years later, back on top, winners of a pennant behind Adolis Garcia, who was sensational, so was his entire team, and then Leclerc getting the final out, put it in the books. As Howie Rose says, and that is that, and the Rangers winning their third ever pennant. And the MVP, Adolis Garcia, just out of his mind in the series. Five home runs, 15 RBIs. How about single postseason? He's got 20 RBIs. He's got seven home runs. He's one short of the all-time record for RBIs in a single postseason. Ironically, the record is David Freeze that did it in 2011 when the Cardinals beat the Rangers in the World Series. He is emotional. I love your comparison to a Rosarena. He plays with it on his sleeve. He and and it and it works for him. Boy, just a special performance this series. And, and a special guy. Look, what he did here is nothing short of phenomenal. It seems like every October here, over the last decade, we introduce a new superstar uh, to the world from Major League Baseball. And the way he did it, the flair, you know, a little bit of Roberto Clemente, great flair. Doesn't like to run much, but doesn't have to when he hits so many home <laughs> he runs. He runs when he needs to. And then he steals second. But this is the one that when we talk to him, I would love to ask him if this ignited him and put on his cape for fellas. This guy is a freak when it comes down to hit. I mean, let's not forget where his numbers end up during the regular season. Like, for a guy to get hot, the guy with this type of power, the guy with this type of tool, it's not surprising, especially after the guys strike out four times in the game. I mean, it's amazing what he did to this playoff. Well, I tell you, you look at the, the members of the Texas Rangers, they're all cool, calm, collected from the front office on down throughout the clubhouse. This is the guy that sets the energy. Hmm. You know, he's the energetic one. And, uh, you know, he can beat you with a hit. He, he stole a base today. He's driving runners in. He's hitting grand slams. He's hitting home runs. He's hitting singles off the top of the wall. Hmm. He's done everything. But you can't take your eyes off of him because he's fun to watch. Yeah, he is also has one of the best arms in the league as well. And we didn't see that on display. Didn't have to. Just the bats and the pitching did it for Texas. On to the World Series. And so they celebrate here into the night in Houston. And they will have home field advantage in the World Series against whoever they play. The Phillies and the Diamondbacks will go to a Game 7 tomorrow. A little surprise. The little Diamondbacks Bunny. trying to sell the surprise of the world. Did you are, you? are you spinning the tunes? Is that what we're doing now? Don't show me that pool again, Bardia. I've had enough. Grounded a second. Two years removed from losing 100, the Rangers have won the pennant. And they will play in the World Series for the first time since 2011. Joe Davis on the call, champagne flowing everywhere. Rangers win the pennant on the World Series, trying to win their first. And they'll host game one on Friday. Mark Cuban, owner of the Mavs, congrats Rangers. Four more, that's right. Four more to get the World Series. Uh, any comment as a fellow NBA owner? Well, I know this. Mark is a huge baseball fan. Uh, tried to buy a team once. Grew up in Pittsburgh with watching the Pirates. But hopefully he'll be a couple of the games. That would be fun. Have him come on down and uh, say hello. Uh, by the way, a very special happy birthday today to Tom Vertut. Tom happy Vertut. birthday, happy Tom. Birthday. See, he's smiling right there. Look at him. I can't, even, <laughs> I can't even get through a segment. <laughs> it's unbelievable, Poppy. They're never out of place. Nope, not at all. Minute Man in the business. Game one of the World Series. Friday night, 7 Eastern. Pre-game show on Fox. We can't wait from Arlington. Rangers against the D-backs for the Phillies. Game seven of that one in Philadelphia tomorrow. Well, here we go by, uh, you know, we live by philosophy and some of the quotes from our in-house philosopher, David Ortiz. Now, if you missed it yesterday, he had a great one. And tomorrow, guys, after tomorrow, there's not tomorrow. After tomorrow, the only tomorrow will be if you win. That's you another know? shirt. After tomorrow, there's no tomorrow. <laughs> I like that's another shirt. I love it. I love it. Got to go on a shirt. Poppy's uh, like Shakespeare. Poppy's in writing. What would you guys do without me after the World Series? <laughs> He's the Dominican answer to Yogi Berra. Really, what you guys going to so do without me after the World Series? Words to live by, Derek, really. Well, yeah, I mean, well, 
Look, sometimes we don't know what you're saying, man. We really don't. I mean, we know what you mean, but we don't know what you're saying. So you've also been so generous giving us all gifts. That's right. So we I take care of my teammates. Made up for you. Uh-oh. Which says... Is today tomorrow or yesterday? After tomorrow, there's no tomorrow. <laughs> David Ortiz. <laughs> Give me that thing. I'm keeping it. <laughs> That's my own line. By right the way, there. they're already sold out, Kevin. What? They're already sold out. Hey, Bobby. I need some royalty. There's only one. Royalty. There's royalty. only one. Yeah. There's only one. Yeah. We, we uh, well, that'll do it. We look forward to the next quote Woo! from uh, Poppy Damas. It's coming. Looking Friday. Forward to that. Uh, see you when I see you. Friday is not tomorrow, but after tomorrow and tomorrow, then it will be tomorrow. And that's Friday for game one. We will see you Friday. For Derek and Poppy and Alex, I'm Kevin. Thanks see for joining us. From Arlington next after Friday tomorrow, night. There is no tomorrow. And then there is a tomorrow after tomorrow. Correct. Okay, I don't Thanks know what I Thanks to Jonathan Kaplan, Bardia, Shereas, our entire crew. And we can't wait for the World Series. Bye-bye.